Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I give you tools, tactics, strategies, and insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, and 10x your business. Let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? Scott here. Hopefully, you're all doing wonderful today. Very excited about the topic that we're speaking about today, how to understand the voice search game, how to optimize your content for voice search and really just stay on the bleeding edge of SEO. Why is this an exciting topic? Well, number one, because I nerd out at this stuff all the time, but also because it's a marketing topic that is not just beaten to death. I mean, SEO, social media, influence, all this stuff is like, my goodness, you can find content on it everywhere. But search is voice search is new. Voice search is not something that a lot of people think about yet because it's so novel, right? So we're gonna go into it, give you a little bit of a of an understanding of what it is. And this is gonna be like a little bit of a more advanced topic, but it's only advanced because it's new and you haven't heard it a thousand times before. So if you are building a business right now, great. You're gonna understand the future of SEO. You're gonna understand the future of where search is going. You're gonna understand how to use voice so that you can use it to your advantage because it's a very real thing. So stay ahead of the curve, be be in the know, right? So anyways, before we jump into it, um, please share this with somebody who'd find it useful. It's very, very difficult building a business. And if this podcast can help one entrepreneur build a business with one less gray hair, that's a great story. So uh, let's get right into this. So what is voice search? So voice search, it's a technology that allows people to speak their questions, their queries, instead of typing them on a keyboard or on a touchscreen or on your phone, whatever. So voice search is becoming very popular and it's becoming very important as a marketer, as an entrepreneur, more and more people are using voice enabled devices, smartphones, smart speakers, wearables to access information, products, services online. In the podcast, we're gonna explore some of the latest voice search statistics that show how voice search is changing the way people search and interact with the internet and what this means for you as a business leader, as a marketer who wants to optimize your content for voice search. So even though it may seem like it, if you've never heard of it before, voice search is actually not a new phenomenon, but it has gained a ton of momentum in the last few years. Now, this is more or less thanks to the proliferation of voice-enabled devices and virtual assistants. So let's talk about some of the stats, right? Voice search is becoming more common and convenient for users across different devices and platforms. According to a few different sources, all very reputable. So we're talking about um, uh, like insider intelligence, digital, digitalhumans.com, rockethub.com, uh, a few like pretty well-known blogs, um, 40% of all internet searches in the U.S. are voice-based. 58% of consumers used voice search to find local business information, and 40% of adults use voice search daily. One billion voice searches take place every month. One out of every four people aged 16 to 24 use voice search on mobile. Voice search is the second most popular channel for mobile searches and voice shopping will transact $40 billion by 2022, growing from $2 billion in 2018. So look at the stats. It's not going away. It's a growing trend. It's reshaping the way people access information and how they make decisions online. Now, virtual assistants are helping, aiding and embedding the increase of voice search, right? And what is a virtual assistant? So it's an intelligence software 
that can understand natural language and complete tasks based on spoken commands. So they are the main drivers of voice search as, because they enable people to interact with devices and the internet with their voice. So some of the most popular virtual assistants that you're going to know would be Amazon's Alexa, Apple's Siri, Google Assistant, and Microsoft's Cortana. Now, these virtual assistants can run on various devices, smartphone speakers, desktops, laptops, tablets, wearables, gaming consoles, TV consoles, VR headsets, cars, IoT devices. They can also perform various functions such as searching for information, setting reminders, scheduling events, ordering products or services, playing music, controlling smart home gadgets, and a ton of other stuff. So virtual assistants are becoming more advanced and personalized over time because they learn from user feedback and data. They can also understand contextualized conversations and they can provide relevant and really, really accurate answers to user queries. Now, how does this impact consumer behaviors and search trends? Well, voice search is having a significant impact on how consumers behave and what they expect from online experiences. So some of the implications of voice search on consumer behavior, uh, well, voice search is more conversational and natural than text-based search. So users tend to use longer and more specific queries when using voice search, often in the form of a question. For example, instead of typing weather New York, a user might ask, what's the weather like in New York today? Voice search is more convenient and hands-free than text-based search. So users can use voice search while driving, cooking, working out, or doing other activities that require their hands or eyes. So this also means that voice search can be used in situations where text-based search is not possible or appropriate. And lastly, voice search is more local and personal than text-based search. So users often use voice search to find information or services that are relevant to their, loca their location or their preferences. So for example, a user might ask, where's the nearest pizza place or what movies are playing near me? This also means that voice search results need to be more tailored and customized to user needs and context. So now let's understand how it actually works how it actually works from um, a technical perspective. So the technology, like we, we've already discussed this, it allows users to speak their queries instead of typing them on a keyboard or a touchscreen. So voice search is powered under the hood by voice recognition software that can transcribe spoken words into written text and search engine algorithms that can deliver relevant and accurate results. Voice search works differently from text search in several ways, and understanding these differences is what's going to help you optimize your content for voice search. And now we'll talk about some of the differences between voice and text. One of the main differences between voice search and text search is based on how users search. For voice search, most people will use natural language when framing their keywords. They use long tail keywords that are often question based. For example, again, Instead of typing weather New York, a user might ask, what's the weather like in New York today? Text is short and search engines provide more options for users to choose from than when they're actually using voice-based search. Another main difference between voice search and text search is based on what device and what search engine the users or the person is using. So voice search is most common and convenient on mobile devices and smart speakers, which have built-in microphones and voice assistants. Voice assistants are that intelligent software, remember, Alexa, Apple Siri, Google Assistant, Microsoft's Cortana. 
Um, now, depending on the device and the voice assistant, users may use different search engines for voice search. They may use Amazon's Alexa using Bing by default while Google Assistant uses Google. This means also that you gotta be aware that voice search results may vary dependent on the device and the actual voice assistant used. Now, as I just mentioned, voice search queries tend to be longer and more conversational than text search queries. This means that voice search queries uh, by users use that natural language. So if you want to start optimizing your content for voice search at a very high level, you're gonna start to use long tail keywords in any of the content you put out, right? Um, for example, the user might ask, where can I get a vegan pizza near me instead of typing vegan pizza? This also means that search queries are more likely to contain modifiers like best, nearby, cheap, and open now. So you have to use some of these modifiers and conversational language that match the way people speak. So if you actually want to look into what some of these queries are, a great tool would be answer the public. That's an awesome tool. Um, it helps you find questions and phrases that people are searching for using voice search in your niche. You can also use tools like Google Search Console, Google Analytics, and actually look at your data and see what queries are driving traffic to your site from voice search. Uh, you should also create content always. This is SEO like you know 101, but still, just to reiterate how important this is, create content that answers common questions and provides useful information for your target audience. So the same things apply. FAQs, how-to guides, lists, reviews, etc. You want to provide clear and concise answers to user queries, and you should always use a schema markup, uh, which is something we can go into in another podcast to help search engines understand your content better and display it as a featured snippet or rich results. But this is just sort of SEO 101. Um, voice search is very different from text search in several ways, obviously. Um, but I want to speak about how voice search results show as well as the importance of featured snippets. So first of all, voice search results are usually limited to one or a few options, unlike text search that shows multiple pages of results. So this means that ranking high on voice search is more competitive and crucial than ranking high on text search, because if you don't rank high, you literally just won't get discussed. <laughs> so uh, the second thing you got to think about is voice search is heavily influenced by feature snippets or rich results. So what are these? So these are topics and, and concepts that still apply in regular SEO, but I'm going to speak about them specifically in terms of voice search. So think about this. Somebody asks uh, their Alexa a question. The first one or two answers, those are going to be featured snippets, right? That's really what you have to rank for as, a, as somebody who's trying to optimize for voice search. Voice search does have featured snippets, and what featured snippets are, are brief summaries of information that appear normally at the top of the organic results in response to a query. Uh, voice search also has rich results. So rich results are enhanced results that include additional information like images, ratings, prices. You'll also see these when you look on Google. Now, these types of results provide quick and direct answers to user queries without requiring them to click through to a website. So to optimize your content for voice search results, you need to aim for featured snippets or rich results by providing relevant and accurate information that matches user intent and query. 
So if you want to nail this, you do have to, if you're not a, an, ex, an SEO genius, you should be using tools like Moz or SEMrush to find out which queries trigger featured snippets or rich results in your niche. You can also use, again, Google Search Console, Google Analytics to see if your site is already appearing as a featured snippet or rich result. Because if it is, then some of the queries that people are searching for will actually be broadcast as a voice search query response. Uh, you should also follow best practices for creating featured snippets and rich results by using, again, the, the schema markup, structured data, headings, bullet points, tables, et cetera. This is all, again, SEO 101, but all these same rules apply. Um, you should make sure your content is clear, concise, easy to read, easy to understand. You should also use keywords and phrases that match user queries and intent. So these are some of the key differences between voice search and text search and how they affect your content creation and optimization. So when you actually understand how voice search works and what users expect from it, you can start to create content that is more relevant, more engaging, and has a chance of ranking for voice search users. Now, let's talk about uh, adapting a content strategy for voice search. Voice search, we've already articulated is changing the way that people search and interact on the internet. So this means that you need to adapt your content strategy accordingly. So to optimize your content for voice search, you need to consider how voice search users behave and what they expect from your content. There's five ways to adapt your content strategy for voice search. The first way, creating conversational and natural sounding content. By the way, again, great idea just for SEO, but the point is, Voice search is more conversational and natural. So you have to create conversational, natural sounding content. Use long tail keywords to make sure that this is actually picked up as Google because again, you have to match the content to the way the users are asking the question. Make it clear, make it concise, make it easy to understand. Second thing, incorporate long tail keywords and phrases. So I've already mentioned this before, but instead of typing weather New York, a user might type What's the weather like in New York today? That has to be included as a long tail keyword in your content. You have to structure the content for easy consumption. Again, this is more SEO 101, but you always want to use headings, subheadings, bullet points, lists, tables. These elements help you break down your content into smaller chunks that's easier to read and understand by voice search users. This also helps you highlight main points and keywords that your content may trigger fe uh, featured snippets or rich results. And then uh, you also want to optimize the website and the content for local search. So again, great SEO strategy, but you want to claim and update your Google My Business listing. Um, this is a free tool that lets you manage your online presence across Google, including search and maps, add your business name, address, phone number, website, hours, photos, etc. You want to use local keywords and phrases, so include uh, on your website as well as on your Google My Business listing city, state, region, neighborhood, uh, relevant local modifiers. You should also use terms and questions that people in your area are likely to use when searching for your business or service. Um, get local reviews. So local citations, local reviews are mentions of your business name, uh, address, phone number, all of it um, in websites or directories. So local reviews are feedback from customers or clients that have used your business or service. Both local citations and reviews help you build trust and authority with search engines and users and improve your ranking on local search results. And this of course helps you rank in voice search. 
You get local citations and reviews by submitting your business information to directories and platforms. And you can also encourage your customers or clients to leave reviews on Google and Yelp and Facebook. Google is a killer for this. Always ask people coming in to leave reviews on Google. I would even try and incentivize them to do this. And then of course, lastly, you want to optimize your website loading speed and mobile friendliness. Google likes your website, you can use, uh, if Google likes your website, excuse me, it'll rank you higher. So you wanna use Google PageSpeed Insights or a mobile friendly test to check and improve your website loading speed and mobile friendliness. Again, great SEO 101 strategies that still apply for voice search. Um, and lastly, if you're trying to measure the effectiveness of voice search, uh, all the same analytics tools apply because Google Search Console, Google Analytics, SEMrush, all of these tools allow you to track where your traffic comes from. So you can see on all of these tools how much traffic is coming from voice search and then ultimately once that traffic comes from voice search, are you achieving your desired business objective? Just to give you a quick summary of what these tools are, if you haven't listened to past episodes, please do. But the point is, Google Search Console is a free tool that allows you to see how your site performs in Google Search, including voice search. Use it to check your site's visibility, clicks, impressions, positions, queries. Um, you can also use it to identify and fix any issues that might affect your site's performance and usability. Google Analytics is another free tool that allows you to measure and understand your site's traffic, behavior, conversions. Uh, you can segment your voice traffic from other types of traffic so you can see how it differs in terms of demographics, devices, sources, landing page, bounce rate, time on site, et cetera, et cetera. You can also use it to set up goals and track conversions from voice search. And SEMrush is a paid tool that also does a great job of offering SEO tools, so content marketing and competitive analysis, keyword research for voice search, analyzing your competitors' voice search strategies, audit your site's technical and content issues, and optimize your site's performance for end user experience. Um, and then once you've measured, then of course you wanna set your KPI. So depending on your goals or objectives, you may wanna track different KPIs for voice search optimization. Common KPIs would be voice search visibility, uh, voice search ranking, voice search traffic and voice search conversion. So you're tracking all the same stuff that you would track for regular traffic, but you're just tying it back to voice search. Again, search visibility is how often your site appears on voice search results. Uh, voice search ranking is how high your site ranks in voice search results for relevant queries. Voice search traffic refers to how many visitors come to your site from voice search results and voice search conversions means uh, how many visitors from voice search uh, complete a desired action on your site. All of these, you should be able to use Google Search Console, SEMrush for analytics to find this information out. And then of course, again, you always want to improve your strategy. So you have the data and insights from the tools and the KPIs. You evaluate your voice search optimization strategy. You make adjustments as needed. Um, you want to identify and prioritize the most important search keywords for your site, optimize content accordingly, analyze the intent and content behind uh, a context, excuse me, behind the voice search queries and provide relevant, useful answers to match them. Improve your site's technical aspects, speed, mobile friendliness, security, schema markup uh, to enhance the performance and then user experience for voice search. Test different types of content in different types of formats. So long form articles, short form snippets, videos, images, podcasts. See what works best and what ranks. Um, monitor your competitors' strategies for voice search. Learn from their strengths and weaknesses. 
And then just experiment with different ways to increase your brand awareness and authority for voice search. So use social media, online reviews, influencer marketing. It all adds up. The more signals you put out into the world, the more it makes all of your other SEO strategies effective, right? So um, just to recap what we learned today, we spoke about what voice search is and why it's important for SEO, how it differs from text-based search and what the implications are for optimization, uh, how to optimize your site's content structure and technical aspects for voice search, and how to measure the success of your voice search optimization strategy and adjust it based on data and insights. So now that you do have a better understanding of what voice search is and how to optimize for it, please start to just think through this when you're building out your SEO strategy. It's always uncomfortable building out something new and a lot of people are very comfortable with traditional SEO, but the second you start learning this, incorporating it into your business, playing around with it, winning at it, failing at it, the better you'll be as a business owner because ultimately it's not going away. It's getting more prominent, more people are using it. So what does this mean? It means you gotta figure it out eventually. It's just a matter of, when are you going to start trying to learn something new that will hopefully help your business an immense amount? That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some value out of that. Make sure you come back tomorrow for another business lesson on the 10-Minute MBA.